We're gonna wait a second because that was really loud. Okay. It's New York. Oh. oh, there goes Rosetta's first little cry. Hi, Rosetta. It's been a while. Rosetta is about to be 16, everybody. For let's let's do a Rosetta catch up real quick before we jump in. Rosetta's mm -hmm. about to be 16, and her two little sisters, one who's seven years old and one who just turned a year old, Ruby and River are outside right now. So we're probably gonna have some dog interruptions during this because normally I would suggest we record on a Saturday because they're at daycare, but they are not tonight, so they might join the podcast. You know, sometimes, no matter the time of day, you just gotta open a bottle of rosé and chill with your girls and drink it all away. Kick it. Rosé all day. Hello, intro. Hello. Welcome to... Rosé all day. <laughs> Anyways, I'm eating now. Rosé all day. Anyways, <laughs> that was Erica Atkins, Mouthful of Chips. I'm Katie Rainey. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us here again. We're back again. Oh my God, we're back again. Two times in a row. Let's, we're, we're really doing it. Yeah. This is um the the Christmas miracle. Mm -hmm. We're a little past Christmas, but we're not that far. We're still within a month of it. Mm -hmm. Christmas miracles can happen thirty days before and thirty after. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yes. I resent everyone already getting ready for Valentine's Day. I resent Valentine's Day in general. Yeah, that's so. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true too. Yes. Okay, but this is not the Jilted Ladies podcast. It's not. I thought that's kind of what we did. <laughs> oh, we do it well. We do it quite well. And let me tell you another thing. <laughs> well, you had orientation today, and you learned that we were wrong about a lot of things. I No, no. Katie, you overstate things sometimes. That is not that's, quite that's what I That's literally think. what you said. Me I didn't say I was wrong about a lot of things. I said I was half wrong about how I described like what the shots are for. I got a lot right about the process, but I described wrong what the shots are for. Let's so, get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, what did you, you learn in orientation? Who did the well, orientation? So, so it's been an interesting day because I had my my orientation for the egg breathing, which was done online with other women who are getting ready to do it in the upcoming month. Mm -hmm. And we all like had our videos turned off and our, just like our initials up, but we're actually probably going to start our own group. <laughs> what came out of it, but I'll talk more about that later. Love that. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. So then later in the day too, I have therapy on Wednesday. So it's actually like a really nice, like well-rounded, like cap on either end of like coming that out of that experience like holy crap and then getting to talk about it in therapy later so in the orientation what they walked us through is what the process is what the shots are why we're getting the shots what the three different phases of the shots are reasons why like for example you're not supposed to do high impact exercise while you're getting your eggs frozen. So they explain to us why that is and so on. And like, 
why, you know, your person who's your escort out of your retrieval needs to stay with you for 12 to 24 hours, mm. why you have to leave your schedule so open, et cetera. So I'll talk through some of that, but it was basically a walkthrough of like what all those things are, what the process like will be, what the after process will be, who are all the people that you contact, what we're going to have to haggle with, with our insurance company, what like everybody had to have their own individualized reports around what is your insurance company covering? What are they not? And stuff like that. So, okay. Before I launch into that, do you like some of my notes? Do you have any questions, Katie? Not yet. Well, there's just a ton of admin around this process, which is just as an organized person, it's just like amazing to me that they were like, remember, have you logged into the portal yet? Remember, you have to sign your consent form. And like, I look at my notes and I'm like, do I have a portal? I think I don't. No, no, wait, I think I did the portal. I have a portal. I'll check later. What's the portal? <laughs> like, and then they're like, we have two different offices and here's what they're on. I'm like, which office is best for me? Okay, but I have to do the procedure here. This office may be better for me. There are fellows. Okay, what's the relationship to the fellows? Like, these are just my notes. I'm like, patient care coordinator. I have a patient care coordinator. I'm going to talk to this person every day. Should I get some cookies? No, you shouldn't get some cookies. <laughs> very, very funny. And then, so the interesting thing is around insurance. So my insurance does not cover the procedure of the withdrawal. My insurance company also, they're covering some of the medication for the shots and not others. And it's really like intense when you look at the list because you have to follow different procedures for both those things. So there's Why? one set of, yeah, okay. So yeah, the ones that my insurance company covers, mm-hmm. I have to go to a specific company. Why are and they only that- covering some? Because my insurance company sucks. What I have learned over the past six months is that if you actually have a thing happen that like, unless you have that top tier, like $1,000, $2,000 plan or whatever, like there's mm-hmm. probably still going to be a lot of stuff that doesn't get covered. Um, and I personally spent a few thousand dollars of my own money on my health last year with insurance. That's like okay. $900 a month or something. Mm-hmm. And obviously I split with my employer. I I am the employer in this situation, but I'm not the company. So yeah, I, so I'm already like somebody else was complaining about what their our insurance wouldn't wouldn't cover, and I'm like, I'm on it. I'm looking into new stuff. So our insurance company in particular, it covers like half of my medications and not the other. My guess is that their line is how expensive it is. So the more expensive stuff they're not covering. Right. This is my guess. So for the stuff that they are covering, I have to go through a certain company. For the stuff that they're not covering, there's a list of companies in New York City that cover the egg freezing medication that have been recommended to me. And I need to call those companies. I should probably do it in the next week or so um, before I start my cycle and be like, hey, how much do you pay for these medications? How much do you pay for, uh, make us pay for these medications? Compare prices. And so that way, when my, uh, when my cycle starts, I'm ready to go. So that's part of like one of the things that was slightly overwhelming about the process. Dealing with our broken healthcare system is frustrating. Trying to figure out how to navigate it in a process 
that is already very layered within itself Ooh, you is know ridiculous. what would be really would be really interesting to hear from is like one of our European friends or somebody of like somewhere who has universal health care. What does this process look like over there? Is it covered? What's out of pocket? You know, what I mean, I like? don't think you yeah. truly know, though. I don't know if I know anybody in Europe who has gone through this process. I mean, my cousins all have kids, but they didn't go through this process to have kids. I'm sure somebody we know. I, I think from Belgium or somebody, I could probably find somebody. Remember, because it's almost like, at least in the United States, you don't truly know what is and isn't covered until you go through the process. Right, right. Like, I knew that the um, the age retrieval wouldn't be covered. I was pretty sure about that because I pick our health insurance and I was like, mm, I'm pretty sure we didn't have that option because then from an employer perspective, the cost is absorbent. So if you're like a little nonprofit, it's hard to cover. And so, all right. So they talk us through some of some of that um, and how like they're like this morning you all got emailed a different individualized plan that says exactly for you what your insurance company is covering and what they're not and your coordinator is going to call you and walk through that with you. Oof. Did you get right? a, Did you get an estimated number? No, I'm. I have to do that research myself. Oh wait, they don't tell you how much it's going to cost. What what is not covered? They tell you how much the egg retrieval is going to cost, and they tell you what the cost of the anesthesia is, and then they're like, your insurance company may or may not cover it, but you know up front what the cost of it is. So they tell you all of that. As for the medications, they have no control over that. Right. That's the insurance company, and you need to call your insurance company. Or you need to call the pharmacy if they recommend it and find out because the price changes too. It's not always the same. So they can't tell you that. Right. So I don't, I have no idea how much it's going to cost. So what is the actual process? I think I said parts of this last time, but I'm going to look at my notes. Mm -hmm. My notes are a more summarized version than this really intense, like 40 page pdf deck that i have it has oh a lot God. of medical words in it so i'm gonna try to stick to my note so on day one of your cycle which i love that they were like you may be wondering what day one of your cycle means and i'm like i have been wondering that because there's like a false start sometimes so right. for any men who are listening sometimes when you start your period there's like a couple days before where you're like have i have i started my period right have i not no, no, this isn't it. This isn't. I'm crying I I for no reason. I'm, oh, no. So before there's that period. Yeah. So before you have like any signs of like any bleeding, there's everything sucks. The world is terrible. I am the worst. I will never be loved. All my friends like don't want me. What's happening? I'm going to go sit in the dark. I need a cupcake. So you have like this period. And then I feel like the older I've gotten, there's maybe like, 24 to 48 hours of that. And I'm like, oh, let me, hold on. Let me look at a calendar. Yeah, okay. All right. I think I calendar this. I think I texted you like a month ago and I was like, I just had this first feeling of like, what's the word, like being despondent or being miserable. And then immediately went, hold up, hold up. Yep, yep, yep. This is, yeah, it's coming. Never mind. This is fake. This is not fake. This is totally fine. So, okay. So there's that. But then there's also like some women have spotting beforehand or you have like stains. And is that the beginning of your period? They were like, no. 
So it's the first day that you have a full flow. That is the first day of your period. So then you call your coordinator that day, and then you will come in your second or the second or third day of your cycle. And that's when they'll, they'll take your blood, they'll do your ultrasound, they're going to do everything to make sure that you can actually move forward with this medication mm-hmm. over the next 14 days. So there are, you have to do shots. Um, I'm not I think she gonna... knows I'm talking to you, by the way. Can you hear this? Rosetta? Yeah, I think she knows I'm talking to you. I thought she Don't couldn't hear anymore. Did her hearing come back? No, but I think she just knows my body language. She can look at me. You know, she can't hear any of this right now because I've got headphones on. But hmm. she knows, and I'm looking at her, and she knows this setup. So she probably also, girl. I feel like she also gets really angry every time you spend time with me. Or, like, if you come home and anything smells like me. Because she's, like, so she's alive oh, then. She's, she's alive then. Oh. Do you hear that? Yeah, I do. Would that be? Would that be? Okay. If she's alive, then she should be living here with us. What's up with yeah. that? Yeah, when, yeah, everybody, when Erica came to visit me last, Rosetta looked at her and was like, why aren't you living with us? Why don't you live here? Yes, okay. and every That's night enough. she every night she slept on the couch with me. And if she, Katie was like, she was in the bed with Katie, she would wake Katie up. And be like, open the door. I'm going to go sleep in the living room. And at one point, I went to the bathroom. I had gone to bed by myself. And then I came back out. And then Rosetta is just sitting on the couch staring at me. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I am not going to name what all the different shots are. Yeah, that'd be lost on me. It's lost on me. And, like, I'm going to be getting them. But essentially... There are three different Why do you you have to have the shots? I'm getting ready to tell you when I tell you about group number one, boo-boo. Okay. There are three different groups of shots. The first shots are to stimulate the follicles. So here's what I stated incorrectly. The shots aren't necessarily about making your eggs healthier or your words, not mine, or my words that I no longer claim, however (laughs) we want to look at it. The shots are about stimulating your follicles. So your eggs are in, I'm feel, I feel like I'm still going to get this wrong. So if you're like a doctor and you're listening to this and you're like, oh no, that's not true. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm a musician and I'm a nonprofit administrator. So I'm going to do my best with this. So the you have to, what normally happens in your cycle is that one egg when you menstruate like comes out of a follicle right and what they're doing the first round of shots are stimulating your follicles with the hope that it'll release more eggs than Mm -hmm. you normally would so instead of the one egg you'd normally release in your cycle it's trying to do a bunch and so the first round of shots i know the human body is Mm -hmm. cray cray the first round of shots it's to stimulate your follicle, getting the girls ready. Okay. The second round of shots, and this is me writing it, trying to write it in my own language, so, so it could be a little off, is to keep your eggs from coming out too soon. Because your cycle is only normally seven days, but you're doing these shots for 14. Then the right. last shot is the trigger shot. 
and you only take that the day before your egg retrieval and they're going to tell you the day and time to take it. Like there's even a specific time you have to take it. And then it basically triggers to the eggs. You, you may be released and then they, they, they'll come during the egg retrieval process. Or they're getting the egg retrieval. I think it was that they said they're getting the eggs out like right before they would naturally mm-hmm. come on their own. Okay. Okay. And that's the process. Okay. I'm going to pause there because that's a lot of information um, yeah. about, about my eggies. What questions do we have about the process so far or eggies? I have my PDF open. I have my other notes open. Okay. So, our, okay. Well, actually, I have a one question that's not about this process but related to. Is there ever a time where a woman drops more than one egg? This is how little I know about periods. By the way, I haven't had a period in like 14 years, guys, so no wonder I don't know anything about them anymore. <laughs> Actually, wait. Before you, I want you to hold on to that question one more time because I do want to read a note I read. Or I wrote, which feels pertinent, about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. As you're preparing for the egg re- retrieval, you're multiplying what the body does so that you have multiple mature eggs on the retrieval day. You're stimulating the growth of multiple follicles in both over. Say that last thing again. You're stimulating the follicles. You're, you're stimulating the growth <laughs> of multiple follicles in both ovaries. I feel like I'm studying for an anatomy test. <laughs> so okay. do I. And it's my own freaking body. And also, when I hear the word follicles, all I'm picturing is like hair follicles. So what does that even look like? I'm gonna, I gotta Google it. Do you remember ovary follicles? I gotta Google. Remember it. when I was like, oh, they have the wand in me, and there's something they can see that I can't see. Uh huh. I think she was seeing the follicles. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, that's an ovary. Oh my god, it looks like an alien. Okay, hang on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is in my body. Um, okay, so mature graphene follicle. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's ruptured follicle. Oh God, is this somebody with a cyst? Oh, I'm looking yeah, at. Oh, a cyst, don't look at that. No, don't. That's no. why. Up. That's why you gotta be careful when you Google medical stuff. <laughs> I know, right? It's a mature follicle. Okay. Now you Free... can say mature follicle, big and sexy. That feels appropriate. Just not the well, There's a lot. There's a lot of follicles. There's the primordial follicle, primary follicle, antral follicle, pre-ovulatory follicles. God, which are which follicle are they targeting here? Secondary I'm gonna follicle? guess it's the actually hold on, hold on. This may the be a pre ovulatory go- I'm gonna guess hold on. Pre- this may be a good time to go to the slides and not my notes that have like my own little Erica colloquialisms in them. Oh God, that's a live one. Ah, that's a real one. That's not a drawing. Carl, stop it. Stop, don't, don't mess the around The human body that. is beautiful and disgusting. Yeah. Art, artreic yeah. follicle? Art, artretic follicle? I can't say it. Hold on. I'm trying to find the answers for you. Follicle. In- Fluid? Oh my God. Okay, Gandotropin, this is the first round of shots, are used to stimulate the ovary to mature multiple follicles simultaneously, okay? Oh, wait, I see what it is. No, the ruptured follicle, okay, I, I might be t- saying this totally right. I'm wrong, <laughs> totally right, totally wrong. Oh, it's it ovarian. Like, yeah, it's, it's what's surrounding the, the ovum that's released, yeah. and the ruptured okay. follicle is when it's released. 
I think mm-hmm. that's what it this this picture is looking like to me. So what what I'm seeing post is that discarded bio, biological materials may include a collection of minimal residual residue. I can't. I don't know. What's the the long way of saying residue? Oh yeah, it's a fluid filled sac in the ovary that contains one immature egg. Okay, so Katie. What's the long way of saying residue, though? Residual? Residual? Is that how I say it? A long way of saying residue? Yeah, the word is R S. Residual, you mean? Thank you. Yes. Yes. Ever since, honestly, ever since I started having stomach issues, my brain is so slow. Words do not come to me. And I did look it up, and it is a side effect of what I have. We can talk more about that later, but like, you bring oh, it no, I, I feel you. I mean, I've had it with long COVID, so I get it. Um, I'm like, I see these words and they don't make sense to me. Okay. Um, so sample from sperm preparation. Wait, what does sperm have to do with this? Anyway, <laughs> I don't have this, I feel like we're like kindergartners looking at the female body for the first time. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Gran- granulosa cells. Cumulus cells, fluid from the ovarian follicles that were harvested during the oocyte retrieval, and then there's just more words. But you know, we're we're being really vulnerable and how little we know about our own body and ovaries right now. But I bet you a lot of people listening also don't know this because if we ever learned it, it was like in ninth grade sex ed, and I went to an all girls school and was taught that crossing your legs and swinging them is masturbation. So I was definitely not taught about. Uh, mature follicles we just put it um, that way we uh my most standout moment from sex ed because i did not go to an all-girls school and in fifth and sixth grade you were just with the boys or girls but seventh grade they started mixing us together and i remember we had a teacher who was sharing with us like we had an activity one time and it was the same woman who came in every year from like sixth grade to ninth grade for us, who would like, could be like, well, but I'm here to teach you guys some sex ed. And we were like, oh, great. And she did it for the whole county. There were like two women. So most of us who grew up in Loudoun County had one of these two women. And you can be like, I know who you're talking about, but okay. She had these signs of things people might want to say when they're trying to get you to have sex with them. And there were cars she was holding up. And it was like, well, if you loved me, you would do it with me. And then I was very vocal. And I'm like, yeah, it's no surprise I didn't date a lot in middle school and high school. Because I was like, well, then I guess I don't love you that much. And then it was like, everybody else is doing it. To which I yelled, then you won't have any problem finding someone else to do it with. And the teacher was like... There are nice ways you can say it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> like my parents really trained me well. So, yeah. We just, we watched a lot of after school specials. It was really, really, really great. Anyway. So, okay. So anyway. from what I understand here, looking at follicles. these pictures, we have a lot of follicles and the ovums that are released monthly are in these follicles. But what these shots are doing is maturing more follicles than are usually mature to stimulate those eggs to drop i feel like i said that correctly please write in if i did it (laughs) do we have a write-in 
uh, rose all day anyways at gmail.com that we never check. Oh. But you, you can tag us on Instagram. Be like, Katie said something really dumb in this episode. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then on the last day, which is day 14, although, so you have to basically go into the doctor every couple days, but depending on how your body is responding, it might be every couple days. It may be every day. And this mm. is the reason why I can't really plan my life right now. And I can't right. really schedule external meetings at work. Right. I can only cancel. I can only schedule internal meetings that I can cancel or meetings that other directors can attend. So if I pull out, the meeting can move forward. Right. The, I asked, that was one of my main questions today. A lot of people had great questions and mine was like, so is there a point in the process where like all of our appointments are just scheduled and then we can move forward and like plan our lives around that? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay. No. Which, is, which is part of what I talked to my therapist about when she was asking me, how are you feeling? And I just have a really heavily scheduled life. Yes, and what did she who must not be named have to say? Don't call her she who must not be named. I never told her we had had a podcast before. I told her that. Like, so I don't know if I ever told you that I had a podcast. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link later. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, in the in this previous episode, just to make that joke land a little bit more, Erica made me cut out her therapist's name, and we had a whole argument about it for a minute. But that whole thing is cut out, so that's why she she's she who must not be named. Yes, and it's because I know that you may think you're saying nothing wrong, but maybe the other yes. person would be like, "Oh, I wish you hadn't said that about me." Yes. And so. Yeah, but we had so nothing think, but gracious things to say about your therapist. Anyway. Oh, I'm, my God. You know, today, she was talking I'm curious. About, yeah, I want to know what she said. Yeah, <laughs> it was when I texted you earlier, and I was like, dude, she's giving it about the patriarchy. So what we talked about, this. oh, it was so Ask good. Ask her if she wants a, to be on in this process. Yeah, probably. I feel like she probably can't be. Yeah, probably not. But So what we were talking about, how our world, our lives, and our society are very set up in a male patriarchal like white male dominated way right like this is no secret um in this world however a lot of the ways that a woman's body works we have no control over it Mm -hmm. so like i don't know when the process is gonna start and i don't know for sure like how this whole thing is gonna play out and even western medicine within itself is a very patriarchal thing but there's this system that's been set up within a patriarchal system that can't follow those rules. Mm-hmm. And what is it like to go through that process and to try to balance the demands that are made of you, especially like I have a high, I have a high demand job where I have to have a lot of meetings and meeting with people. Yeah. Like I am the face of my organization essentially, but like for two to three weeks, I got to be like, oh, I can't schedule, I can't schedule, I can't schedule, which is really tough for me in my role. And so, yeah, we, her and I were talking about like the anxiety, oh. but what? Well, I just this whole process is, is feeding into what you're saying. And so I, while you were talking, I was like, I wonder if vasectomies are covered by insurance. And I literally said, are the 
And the first thing that popped up was our vasectomy is covered by health insurance. And it says health insurance usually covers vasectomies, although you might be Shut the front door. Shut the front door. Isn't that fucked up? I retire. I retire. I retire. This whole process falls under the the fucking heavy thumb of the patriarchy because their shit's covered. Their reproductive health is covered. Oh, and gosh. yeah, and so they get to plan for when they do and do not want to. You know have what? Um, I said I wasn't gonna drink, but I actually I'm gonna put myself just a tiny bit of we, wine. We right learned here. we learned starting this podcast a long time ago. You really need a cocktail if you're gonna talk about this. Shit. I'm just gonna pour. I, I've taken the phone over with me. It's what I use as my mic, so you guys can hear me doing this. I'm just gonna pour. This is like when I watched that four or eight hour Hillary documentary in one day, and I had to start I, drinking halfway through. I can't believe that because not even our IUDs, my IUD is not covered by insurance. Well, uh, I did have, I think I had one insurance. Mm, no, I can't remember. I think I mine might be. I think, I think they now cover birth control because they don't, they want you to you know, come to work. I think it's not covered by Planned Parenthood if you don't have insurance. I think then you have to pay out of pocket, which I generally, God, man, it's been so long since I used Planned Parenthood without insurance that I'm forgetting but I remember my birth control through them was free when I was taking a pill. This was like 16, 17 years ago when I did. All right. Now I have a drink and we can talk to you. I'm just going to drink a little bit. I'm not going to drink a lot. Yeah, I, I don't want my tummy to be too upset. But my goodness, Katie has walked away, but I am about to rant about the fact that I am paying thousands and thousands of dollars because insurance doesn't cover the cost of egg freezing unless in the state of New York, I'm going to have to explain this all to Katie when she gets back anyway, but I'm going to keep going, that unless in the state of New York, I believe if you have like cancer or like something that like potentially would wreck your reproductive system, you'll get egg freezing, you'll get your egg freezing cover. I'm saying in the state of New York, there is some protection for people who, like if you get sick or something, a law was passed in the last year or two, I think. I don't think it was four or five years ago because I have a friend who did have to have to pay when she mm -hmm. got cancer. But there's some level of coverage I believe you can have in the state of New York at that. But if you're just doing it to be like, I'd like to plan out my life a little better. Right. They're like, no, you have to pay. But if you're like, oh, I want to get a vasectomy. They're like, we got you, bro. We got I you. Know. That's elective yeah. surgery. Come on now. That is elective. That is elective or control yourself. You just think about all the hoops that like birth control, egg freezing, this whole process, plan planning parenthood if you're a woman is time consuming, complicated, and financially draining and almost impossible if you're under a certain socioeconomic, you know, barrier. And if you're a man, it's just it's not. It's like that's wild. That's wild. Wow. I'm gonna start singing Taylor, singing Taylor Swift. The man. That's what she should have been singing about is the same. what is that time? I'm too sick of running back to that can. Wondering if I get there quicker if I was a man. And to freeze my eggs, I gotta pay thousand. But this would thing would be free if I were a man. If I were a man. I think the title of this episode just needs to be Vasectomies Are Free. <laughs> 
But here's the other thing that has come to me through my research. Like a lot of good guys will be like, oh, I'm not ready for kids now. And like, I'm on the dating app and you see men who are like 37, 38, 39 years old. And I've had my own experience with it. They're like, I'm just not ready for kids yet. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, you're like 38. You should know. Here's the thing. We have to make that decision now. They don't. But, but. I was gonna say the quality of a man's sperm goes down after the age of forty. I am going to. I believe I know what the answer is, but I am actually googling low quality sperm fertility. One thing is that I think will make it more. Oh, Erica, hang on. You are cutting in and out. Yeah, that sounds okay. Even just one I get the Versace I wanted, and I wouldn't have to pay anyway. <laughs> if I were a girl, I'd use my life savings to put away the eggs that I may not use anyways. We're going to type up these lyrics so that you can all sing along. You can rewind and sing along to that. I'm going to do a concert, just a fertility related song. Okay. So what I was looking at, <laughs> what I was looking at. So when you get older, you might have a lower sperm count, which makes it more difficult to conceive naturally. Actually, something that I learned last year was that um, if you wear briefs, that is more likely to lower your sperm count. I did know that. That's no, a thing I, I knew. And I knew that from Parks and Rec. Oh, I I found that out from from person. Oh, great. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, I went and bought boxes. I was like, oh, good for you. I was like, I didn't know that other thing. So what caused this poor sperm quality? Smoking, yeah, is it the quality up- of the sperm that actually deteriorates? Or is it just like the number? Mm, I think both might be true. When I look up sperm quality, though, it is also showing me low sperm count, which isn't exactly the same thing. So most men make millions of new sperm every day, which also unfair. As I said in the last episode, women are born with all the eggs they're ever going to have. But men older than 40 have fewer healthy sperm than men. The amount of semen... The fluid that contains sperm and sperm motility, ability to move an egg, decrease continuously, continually between the ages of 20 and 80. So I think what that means is that it's just harder to get pregnant, although I think I did also read at one point, and I think this is true for both men and women, that your children are potentially more likely to have health conditions with older eggs and older sperm, that that's also a thing, which is why they encourage you either way if you think you want to have kids but you want to wait till later if you can afford it to free them and for men to free them it's nothing right like you don't go through all this you do it in a cup and then you have to pay the cost to freeze it so my my recommendation to men is look at the cost of how much it is to freeze your sperm and if you are another man in your late 30s who's not sure when he wants to have kids basically just go ahead and freeze it now if it feels affordable for you to do so, because it's actually even good for you to use your younger 
permitted for me to use my younger eggs. Yeah, they're just men. Men can have children whenever they want. Actually, it's also easier for men to have children under 40. So I'm over it. I'm over it. What, men? Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that was a pretty big statement. You you mean I'm men? Over it. I'm, over, I'm over it all. <laughs> I mean, look, man, it is... Uh, I mean, it's pretty infuriating. I'm trying, yeah. you know, I try to really lean into it. It's so amazing to be a woman and to have a body that can like create life and all of that is so true. And then sometimes I'm like, I know, Wait, we need so little of them to actually make humanity keep going. Yet they carry so much easier for them. Such a little bit, little part of the process. <sighs> Oh, uh, yeah. Over it. So, yeah. So, this is so what the facilitator had us do. We all sent our email to the facilitator and she's going to send it out to us and then yeah. we can get in contact with each other. So, that's pretty awesome. I almost cried when she said that and I was like, ooh, these hormone shots are going to be rough if that's making me want to cry. I am kind of excited to record. We don't know what we're going to get from Erica. <laughs> oh, man. It's not going to be great. Oh, so they said today. So this is basically going to be like whatever you, I think I said it last time, whatever it's like when you have PMS, but more intense. And I was like, oh, cool. Oh, a more intense version of that. That's going to be Ooh. real I nice. Like I'm going to piss you off a lot in this process. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think everyone's <laughs> just going to piss me off a lot. Which is why my, which is one of the reasons why members of my staff know. Right. Because I was like, yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to be like. Sorry. The next thing is we're waiting essentially for your period to start. Uh, the next thing is I'm going to get a call at some point this week from um, oh, okay. my coordinator. I don't know when. They just call you whenever. <laughs> and then they'll be like, can you talk right now? And you're like, I, um, oh, oh I'm in the middle. Okay. Uh, can, I'm on can the toilet. Like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like in the middle of a meeting, which is why I didn't take like any note when the doctor called last time. Because they're like, oh, we don't schedule time. We're just going to call you sometime between three and wow, six. Wow, that I'm was like, a fun okay. process. Oh, my God. For like an organized scheduled person, I'm right. Like, so Ooh, Can I, you not put it on my Google calendar? My God. Yeah. Like, man, they didn't even send out the material for the webinar until like 7 a.m. this morning. Wow. I was like, I'm obviously not going to study this. So that's not what we're doing. Yeah. I was supposed to say, as a person who does like to study things and know things before I walk into them, that would be really frustrating for me if I were going through this process. Yeah. There were sure. people who were like, what are you talking about? You sent an email. I was like, mm, I did see that this morning. I am. I'm glad that I saw that. I didn't look at any of it, but I did see it. <laughs> So that will happen. And then, yeah, next week we're waiting for my cycle to start. It'll probably be mid to late week. Okay. And then off we go. Are we going to do an episode after we, after you talk to your coordinator? I'll have the yeah. conversation and see if I think that's interesting enough to, to do it. I mean, I have a list of questions mm -hmm. that I am going to ask her. Like there was a question, there was something they said about like, your birth control like mm -hmm. influencing your start date and I was like well they know I have an IUD and nobody said anything to me which office oh, can I go to, to you don't have to take that out no you could and for some people it is recommended but I think because with me they were like everything looks good they didn't think it was necessary that's cool yeah I also though even though I have an IUD I have a period every month yeah 
So I don't know if that's necessary. I feel really bad if anybody who works with me is listening to this. I don't think. And they're, and they're like, mean... wow, we know a lot about Erica's period now. <laughs> They're going to know when it happens soon, too. So then the next day at work, they're going to be like, oh, oh, I know what shot you had. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I had to screw your shot or whatever. Oh, my God. It's going to be a mess. So, yeah, I did with one question I thought of earlier that I didn't write down. I'm going to have to remember it later. I have like a list of instruction for Amanda. Amanda um, is going to need to whoever is your your escort has to sign something that like acknowledges like okay this person just got out of their procedure they're a hot mess you're acknowledging this and you're not gonna leave them for 12 to 24 hours okay well shout out to amanda she's gonna be on at some point i hope yeah she'll be here when we're recording she already said yes so yeah gonna be uh it's gonna be a process i think i'm just mad about men right now oh yeah oh i mean yes I think that's how we're going to end every episode of this process. Let's just yell at a man. We'll pick one man to just yell about at the end. Listeners, please write in men that you want us to yell at. I feel like it's all our friends who listen to this because we're just going to name our exes. Yeah, (laughs) I I love that. I'm not going to do it. We already know I'm not going to do it. And you know I'm in the middle of like a weird now, even since last recording. (laughs) yeah that is true yeah 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 you've had a week um it has been a week where my my oh you're gonna share this on the podcast yeah why not okay go ahead he's just he's he's apologized and come back into my life for the moment and we're has it has he come back into your life or has he apologized both actually profusely (laughs) so it's been a little it's been odd since and especially if you listen to my last the last episode well it's been a little I, odd. Will, I will say this on the podcast it is up to you how much somebody is a part of your life even if they're trying yep. to get into it yep. yeah so, and like I said at last podcast all these feelings are still not gone so that you know I'm balancing that delicate aspect and just trying to not I don't know, not trying to project and not trying to anticipate anything and trying to do what makes me feel good about myself. And right now, hearing certain things from him, like about what happened and the whole process, and it's 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 been good, actually. That's interesting. I feel like that would mean nothing to me. Yeah, I didn't think I did not at all. My I was talking to my friend last night who was like, "Do you need an apology from him?" And I was like, "No, I don't." And that's what I said to him. And I said, "I can't talk to you because like I still have these feelings." However, I told you we ran into each other, and then just the conversation started happening, and I thought that I would feel one way, and I don't, and none of it's felt bad to hear. But this was a person who's not just my ex. You know, I've known him for 13 years. He's been one of my closest friends. So there's that component I gonna, too. I was going to say, I, my thing, but. no, no, that's fine. Because it doesn't need to be all about me. I think though beyond that for you, we said it in the last podcast, the breakup was mean. So the reason why I don't need what? that is because I didn't walk out of that relationship feeling like I was unloved right. or like any of that. So right. I don't, I don't need, I actually don't need to hear that. I didn't really either though, but it, it, I didn't, I didn't, 
Hmm. I didn't think it would affect me like it has. And I've been kind of surprised positively. So I guess for me, I, the reason why I say it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter without them hearing that action steps have been taken to create, because if somebody said, oh, hey, I know I behave this way when I'm stressed, but then you're not hearing. And these are the steps that I've started to put in place so that when I do that, I question, I come to you. I So without hearing that, Agreed. it doesn't yeah. mean any. It doesn't mean anything without then hearing, oh, now you've done the work so that could do the... It's always going to be your stress reaction. I think, again, you know, the person who I was with, I was with on not for like four years. After a while, even though that person continues to grow and evolve, if the stress reactions remain the same, sure, mm-hmm. then you're kind of like, okay, oh, this isn't going to work until you figure out. And yeah, and he totally knows how timid I am about everything. But also I will say that there have been steps that I didn't realize that have been taken in place. So we can talk about that off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no that doesn't but, mean something everybody needs to but, And I think that's probably why I was like a little bit like, I don't know, kept, I just kept listening. That's just like, mm-hmm. I thought I would walk away and I just kept listening. And I was like, wow, I don't feel hurt or upset right now. And so the moment that I start to not feel good about talking about any of this, then yeah, then it's I got like I got to step away. And we've both talked about how probably like we can't be back each other's. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, it's like a whole thing. But I know it's a whole thing. But I think, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of things were said that I did not think would ever be said. And I was shocked by that. And so here we are. Yeah. Yes, I think my slow reaction that I'm having <laughs> at this moment is that I have been in the position of hearing things that I never of thought course. would be said. And then when a moment of stress came, a familiar reaction happened again. 100%. 100%. And, and I totally agree with you. And in fairness, I think it was a like a buildup, even though things were good and whatever, and it felt sudden. I can certainly and felt when it was happening, the little things that were happening were like it was building up to that point. And I had moments where I was like, oh, should I say something? Should I say something? And that's on me. So that's my growth point. When you see something, say something. <laughs> say, say it. Say it earlier when you're like, hey, it feels yeah. like, yeah. Instead of being like, no, no. Don't tell me if it matters. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. But sometimes by the time somebody, and not even just a romantic yeah. relationship, sometimes by the time a friend tells you, even though oh, you saw it coming, man. you're at an explosion point now. I was literally about to say that to you. Like, I feel like you and I have the same reaction about whether it's romantic or platonic relationships. We have a really hard time not giving people a second chance and not understanding that like okay they're coming speaking out of their trauma or whatever and and like letting go of people essentially I think I maybe like can get a little bit angrier about things than you but I think we both have a hard time of just like letting people leave our lives because like we're Mm -hmm. like all the people who are in our lives are we're in our lives because they have really good qualities our exes Mm -hmm. included and so it's really hard to let that go and so I think I think that's yeah, it's hard to lose. Fr- I mean, shit, we did a whole episode about how I lost a friend and I was like, yeah, it's hard yeah. to lose a friend. And yeah. I still think losing a friend is harder than losing a 
and a romantic ex we could yeah but i will say you know that i too you know like lost one of my best friends that's year. what i was gonna say we both lost like a, a best friend yeah the relationship at the same time it was the same thing yeah absolutely yeah but but once you overlay the romantic relationship into it, then it's like there's a certain level of danger in the friendship where you're like, like, well, this could. Uh, it was a line know. crossed. Like we ended the last episode. It was a line yeah. crossed and navigating time. that. And so I'm just I'm trying to take it moment by moment and not let the whole world balloon over my head at this <laughs> very juncture and we'll see what happens. And I've, I've gotten it from every which way saying that it is a terrible idea. But, I don't uh, think it's a terrible idea. I think there's just uh, my, my hesitation is more around like monitoring yourself and sure. maybe even almost having a line that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good it sounds. Like you know what you want for yourself and there's an experience you're going to have to do mm-hmm. even without that person. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hard agree. Hard agree with everything all my friends have said. Whoever's listening, hard agree with everyone. Just and you know I, you, the things with the the tools that I best can. Yeah, you know. Time. Look, you know, I'm never gonna be like, oh, blah blah blah, because I'm not gonna be the putting up here like boo boo right. the fool. Like six months later, being like, oh, well, because you know what I mean. So I'm never right. gonna judge, like, because I've done stuff where I look back and I was like, oh, I would have totally told a friend not to do that and here i am la-di-da so i will never judge that just for sure encouraging finding that line for the ultimate goals that i yeah i've definitely learned that you can't tell people how to feel about somebody else you just can't you have to just be like how do i support you and like if it falls apart it falls apart and you can't judge them for it and if it doesn't you also can't judge them for it and yeah if it falls apart, it falls apart, and you just need to be there for your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Wow. Wow, we, we just about... shifted this last time. No, this was a good shift. I was just telling someone about this the other day, or it was my therapist, or it was someone in my therapist. There's no, <laughs> there's no, I'm just trying to gossip with my therapist, and then she's like, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, my goal most sessions is to make her laugh at least one, and I succeed. And I'm like, yes, this is what I came to therapy for. But no, there's no way that you can talk about fertility without relationship coming into play. Oh, especially with how raw everything is for both of us and yeah, man. How, and how the patriarchy is fucking bullshit. And so it's definitely going to come into all these conversations. Uh, yeah, pretty much the patriarchy being bullshit. I'm trying to think of another good song about mm. this, but I can't. Real quick, before we go, I at some point while we're doing this, it doesn't need to be now because I'm not done with the book. I want to talk about Prince Harry's book. I know nothing about it, but I keep seeing memes. So tell me. And all the memes are, oh, I can't. All the memes are like, if you're going to have an opinion, read the book. Okay. If you're going to have an opinion, read the book. If you're going (laughs) to have an opinion, read the book. I feel like that goes for everything in life. (laughs) If you're going to dodge on Harry. Are you going to read it? I'm reading it right now. Oh, great. Well, then I'm going to need you in the episodes as we go on. Maybe we'll end with like Prince Harry facts because I'm never going to read that book. I mean, I already, I read the books. I watched the documentary. I've always been into the royal family. I've followed it. I don't care. 
Harry was always my favorite, so I always knew what was up was going on with Harry. When he and Meghan Markle started dating, I was like, what did I say? I posted it. I was like, I read, uh, I read a Black American woman or a biracial American woman is dating Prince Harry, and my immediate response is, I'm going to be a princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Harry. I remember saying to someone, I was like, there is a mixed race. American woman marrying Prince Harry. Obviously, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning. This is my Super Bowl. Well, the Super Bowl is my Super Bowl, but this is also my Super Bowl. (laughs) Good God. The only time I've ever been involved with the royal family is when Kate Middleton got married to whichever prince it is. I don't even know. And But I was living in Africa with my aunt, and my aunt was really into the royal family, so we watched it. That's all I remember. It was so boring. She made made. (laughs) She married William. Mm, the Meghan right. and Harry wedding, though, was so interesting, though, because the, the British royals was so confused about all of the, like, American and right. Black American cultures that got into it. Like, there was a gospel choir, and they were all like, what's it say? Uh, a, a famous, I can't remember his name right now, but, like, a well-known, like, Black American preacher, like, mm-hmm. did the main sermon, and he was he was doing it. Like, like every every Black, black American oh, was like, I oh. love that. Oh, I know what this is. And like all the all of the British royals were looking at each other like, what? What is what is what is it? Like, what what, what is this? What, what is he talking about? Love and affection. What what is this he speaks of? So it was cray cray and it was great. So uh what we don't mean about I'm gonna like I wanted to say something about Prince Harry in this process, but he doesn't really fit into my fertility journey. But we'll I'll see. I'll get him we'll in see. there. He'll come up. I'll get him in there. I'll get him in there. He'll yeah. Like up. I I can make him fit in there. <laughs> should, should we write him a letter? We can make you fit on our podcast. All right. Well, we're now an hour and 10, and we got a lot more episodes to go with your fertility. There's at least 10 minutes of, like, wasted stuff we're going to cut uh, out. We'll cut down. But anyway. We'll c- yeah. I'm going to make Katie cut out half of what we said. My job on this podcast is to make sure we don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie's the one that says everything that's going to get us canceled. Yeah, like, Katie's right? like, leave it in. I'm burning it all down. And I'm like, nope, nope. Uh, and before we head out, uh, I I listened to. Um, but now that I'm going podcast. to law school, my whole family's like, oh, are you going to run for office here? And I'm like, well, no, I can't. I've done too many things that are going to get me canceled. Those but don't matter can, anymore. It I doesn't matter like anymore. The Innocence Project or something. It also doesn't matter anymore, Katie. You're in Arkansas. Have you seen Major Reed Green Tower? Girl, you can do whatever you want. You go into Congress. It don't matter. It don't matter. In we'll Arkansas? See. In Arkansas? Nah, girl, you go into Congress. Like, it don't matter. Not, no. Do, do you know how fuck? There is no way that I would ever be anything in Arkansas because I am just like, like on paper, I am. I'm an anti. What is it? Antifa. Oh no, Antifa. Shit, mm-hmm. Let me say that again. On paper, I'm Antifa here. That's what it looks like because Doesn't I'm just matter. like so you're far gonna, left swinging. You're like, gonna break through the- somehow. <laughs> Maybe. You're gonna break through somehow, and I support I, it. I think I'd be interested in either. Well, yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that. I don't know. I'm not even in yet. Maybe that'll come up during this whole process too, and I'll get to talk Maybe about that for a second. Maybe it will. But I was gonna say, I as we close out. I was listening to our previous podcast and we talked about in the last one that I was like, I don't remember what the theme song sounded like. Girl, I love that one. That theme song is kicking. That little intro, 
Uh, I, didn't I, and, yeah. I didn't remember the intro and then um, I remember because like Danny was like oh it sounds like it might be cool if you like said something before and I was like no 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 I got it I got it I know what I'm gonna say that's good like, yeah and I, when you're I used girl. and you, you sent me I forgot that you and Danny sent me the tracks without vocals so I used it as right. like jumps between stuff I saw that. I was, uh, I was like, this is a hot track. This is a hot track. Hot track. So everybody enjoy. I'm glad you enjoyed the theme song. If you're still here, I feel like you did enjoy the theme song. I think it, I think it's fire. It's fire. It's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a hot beat. It's almost as good as my last hit of 2022. We did yoga today. It's a, I want to go. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. Everybody go to Erica's Instagram because when we were in New Orleans, I was actually out on a run. I missed this whole thing, but I came back to a very lovely song that was built between, uh, well, you did the whole song, but then Melissa filmed and I, I, I don't know what Amanda did, but she was there too. Y'all had all done yoga together and then you started singing about it and it's a yeah. pretty funny song. So enjoy. Go to Erica's Instagram at 25% cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. And with that... We're going to say, one day, all, all day. day, anyway. No, that one's a little different. You're singing the old one. Okay, well, I'm not the it's singer again. on this podcast. <laughs> that is, yes, we know, Katie. All right, thank you all for Thanks, listening. Everybody. Go rant at the one. patriarchy today. Vasectomies are free. Fuck that. Ah, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>